to you live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's golf and other four-letter words. And now your host, you've heard him on ESPN, Fox Sports, and Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Dennis Silvers. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, cackle that I heard in the background. That's okay. We have a lot of friends tonight. Hi, welcome to another edition of Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. As mentioned, I'm your host, Dennis Silvers. And again, we have another great, great show for you tonight. So uh, if you do us all a favor, stick around for the next 30 minutes because not only is it going to be a fun show, uh, it's going to be a very informative show because of our guest, a gentleman that's been a uh, very good golfer. He uh, is into the mental side of the game, which uh, a lot of people uh, really don't know that much about. And uh, we're going to bring some light to that subject, uh, to that for you tonight. We've got some very, very good email questions from some of our viewers that are asking help uh, for different parts of their game affecting the mental uh, the mental part of their game. So, you know, the, and I, I love talking about the mental part of the game personally because I'm such a head case, and this is something that we could talk about for hours and hours and uh, hours. So without further ado, let me introduce uh, my good friend making a, his first appearance here on the show on Vegas Video Network. Give it up for Dr. Mark Watnoli. Hey, bud. Good to see you, Dennis. All right, PhD, uh, PhD in what? Uh, PhD in human performance and okay. cognitive psychology. Okay. So it's a mind-body mix between the two. Okay, and that's perfect for golf. Yeah, yeah it is. Talk you know, about the mental side of golf. What's well, funny because when I was studying, golf wasn't the, the priority. I learned my way later, but it wasn't the priority, and so uh, but it turns out you can't separate those two, two. things. Two, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We're going to talk about that a little bit uh, later in the show. Mark is uh, president, and I love this, senior scientist of an outfit he has called Triad Consulting. And uh, one of the reasons that I was anxious to talk to Mark is because he does some, uh, uh, some golf coaching, some mental coaching with uh, the guys over on the men's UNLV golf team, but real quickly, what's, what is Triad Consulting? So the, the Why are you a senior scientist? Because <laughs> I started to get gray in okay. the temples. All right. Um, the, uh, the company basically is about performance optimization. So we do it with corporate, uh, corporate clients, either a corporation as a whole or developing training programs for them. We also develop uh, executive training programs, uh, optimization, personal and corporate optimization. And we do the same thing with athletes and All performers. Right. All right. Well, because yeah. when I first heard that you were, uh, you know, into maximum performance, I'm thinking, you know, Viagra and stuff like that. But apparently that... I, uh, I actually used to say that I was in performance enhancement. <laughs> but I started getting emails, the that's same ones good. you get, I'm sure. That is it. All right. Well, that's a perfect segue because speaking of emails, uh, you can get a hold of us a bunch of different ways on the show. Mark mentioned email. Simply go to uh, golf at VegasVideoNetwork.com. We have a uh, live chat also if you want to jump on the website, which is VegasVideoNetwork.com. Just hit that live chat icon, and you 
can enter into the live chat room, send us any questions, any uh, comments, any whatever you want to do. That's another way to stay uh, in touch with us. Also got a toll-free line for you. It's 1-866-966-4599, okay? We're seen all over, as you know, we talk, all of the shows here on Vegas Video Network talking about it. We are on iTunes, we are on YouTube, we are on Roku Television, which is very cool, and we're also on Friday Night Features, which is AM 1400 KSHP. They re-air all of the audio portions of all of the shows uh, from uh, 8 to 12 o'clock at night. So if you're, you know, driving around and, you know, going to dinner, coming back from dinner, going to a dance or whatever, turn on uh, AM 1400 and you can hear, you can hear the re-airs of the show. Also, you can get a hold of me a couple of different ways. Also, uh, as Mark knows, you go to my website, which is lvgolfguru.com, or I have another one, which is simply Dennis Loves, L-U-V-S, to golf.com so two ways you can get a hold of uh, me also all right let's uh, get this thing started let's get this party started we'll uh, for before we do that though let me talk about uh, one of my one of my favorite people right here a uh, strategic partner for video Vegas network and that is Golfer's Guide. Golfer's Guide, Mark, you're probably familiar with it, largest golf publication mm -hmm. in the country. It's published regionally, talks about a lot of very, very fine public as well as private golf courses. And it has pictures. And it has pictures. They do golf lessons and the whole deal. So pictures is good. Uh, as you can see, they're very nice to us. They re-air golf and other four-letter words, as you can see, right on their homepage. They stream that. And you could go to lasvegas.golfersguide.com. So when next time you're out at a golf course uh, playing golf, I'm sure they're going to have it. Pick up a copy because it's uh, it's well worth reading. Right. Been around uh, been around a long time. Uh, all right. I think now we could probably go to our first segment, and we get into that. And we call it tournament scorecard. <laughs> Okay, welcome back everybody to Golf and Other Four-Letter Words, Biggest Video Network. I'm Dennis, he's Dr. Mark. By the way, uh, you know, Dr. Guatanoli has a close group of friends, and for his real, real tight friends, you, uh, you could usually call him, you know, Mark. <laughs> I call him I'm Mark. just wondering where this is Mark going. I call him Mark Guacamole, okay? <laughs> it's a lot easier for me to, to do that. And, or Mark Cannoli, you know, and we wish we had a, we had a couple here now. Cannoli right. is actually a sweeter name. It is a sweeter name. That is very good. All right, Ozzy, Greg Chalmers hangs on to win the uh, Emirates uh, Australian Open, defeating fellow countryman John Sinden by a shot. Uh, congratulations to him. Played very, very good, hung on. Probably came down to about three or four guys that could have won this tournament over the last three or four holes. But probably, Doc, the bigger story, some might think, is that Tiger Woods, uh, who played in this event, finished all alone by himself in third mm -hmm. place, uh, followed uh, by no less than, what, six Aussies uh, who tied for fourth. And one of those people uh, was our own very uh, Nick Watney, who lives right here in Las Vegas. He was also in that group that uh, tied for fourth place. So 
I am wondering, and I want to ask you this, is this a bigger help to Tiger possibly justifying the physical part of his game, the mechanical part of his game that he's been working on, it seems, forever? Or is this a bigger boost to the mental part of his game and to the confidence that's going to give him going into the President's Cup that starts right now, by the way? I, I what do think you think? Well, I think it, it confirms what a lot of people have known for a while, that physically he's, you know, I mean, the guy is a phenomenal athlete. He's a phenomenal golfer. And, you know, when you see the, the major drop that he had from, you know, literally within uh, weeks, that's not a physical drop. That's a mental drop, right? And so, so to come back up is showing some mental toughness. You know, my fear is that it's, it, it's a shallow foundation. You know, that, that the nature of what has shaken this foundation hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you get, you know, a few years ago, Tiger would have won that tournament. He would have figured out a way to win that tournament. And so it, he's got tremendous resolve, but I don't think it's there. That's a, that's, a very interesting, uh, that's a very interesting way to look at it. Cause, and if I understand this correctly, because, uh, you know, that, that's pretty heady stuff, and I only have a GED, don't forget, <laughs> I'm not a PhD. Uh, you're saying that the events in his life are always going to be there. They have happened. They're always going to leave an imprint in his brain. And is it just a question of time before they start fading, so to speak, and he can overcome that? No. No. Uh, well, Does that let make me say, any sense? Yeah. But, no, I, okay. I hear exactly what you're saying, but I think the problem is that, that time is not going to heal these wounds. Just time. And so, you know, the, the, uh, the old insanity line by Einstein, doing the same thing over and over and expecting, expecting a, different, a different result. Right. Yes. So unless you've shifted the foundation, unless you've shifted what's created the issues, you're going to continue to have the issues. You can hide them. And you know this, like, it's, it's just like anything else. If your personal life is fine, uh, you can go out and play golf and it's fine. And, and as long as you're hitting the ball well and you're putting well and things are going well, everything's great. <sighs> right? But as soon, right? As, as soon as the wheels start yeah. to come off, it's the ability to put them back on. Yeah. And that's really about what's going on that's internally. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, you know, I've, I've talked about this for years with various uh, golf psychologists, uh, mental coaches, whatever label you want to give them on my uh, radio shows for years. And I contend, Doc, and you tell me what your opinion is, I say that uh, a person uh, can be a very, very good player without really being uh, adept uh, about having a good mental game. Do you agree or not? Out. Very good, like you. Not, I'm not. I'm not good. And and you you saw great evidence of that on uh, uh, on Sunday. Doc and I played together. We played golf for the first time on Sunday. It was probably the worst round I've shot in ten years for some unknown reason. But we had a hell of a good I time. I got his but, head. But I he got in my head. That's exactly right. But I say you can be a good player, not really be that astute on the mental part of the game. Uh, but if you do get into the, I, I just think that's a supplement, and that will keep you on course a little bit easier. So, does so that make any sense? Yeah, it does. And here's here's what I'll say to answer that. Let's say 
that your, your ability level is that you could shoot a 72, okay? And the difference between the 72 and the actual score that you shoot, that's the mental side. Okay. Okay? And so if you shoot an 82, you've just attributed 10 strokes, not to your physical ability, but to your mental ability to manage it. And that's due by uh, bad decisions, uh, just not, not focusing, uh, slipshod. Yeah, but it, it, exactly, but it goes even more. You know, the, the idea between mental and physical, the mind and the body, as right. we talked about before, when you start having anxiety, when you start getting upset, you, your grip pressure changes, yeah. your, your swing, you can't swing, you can't putt, you can't, because of the physical manifestation right. of what's happening cognitively. Yep. And so as a result of that, you, you know, all of a sudden it's like my swing's gone. I don't understand it. Well, your swing's gone because, because of what's going of on this. in your mind. All right. right. That's in telling you, that's what happened to me there on, uh, on Sunday. It was a reason. pleasure to watch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as he says that, as he's taking my money. Anyway, we're going to uh, step away, take a short break here on Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. We come back with uh, Dr. Mark Watnoli. We're going to get into our second segment, and that is the fun one, so you don't want to miss this. We call that birdies and bogeys. Hang with us. We're back with you right after this. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Al Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you get them to do that all the time? <laughs> Just sit there and be an ass. Is that it? <laughs> hey, I'm Al. <laughs> hey, I'm Al Mancini at Top of the Food Chain. You are watching the Vegas Video Network. We got big forks, big spoons. I got a big mouth. I got no guests. Hi, uh, welcome back everybody to uh, Golf and Other Four-Letter Words right here on the Vegas Video Network. And uh, we hope you're enjoying the show. As you know, we like bringing it to you. We, you know, we try to mix up the guests every week. We try to get in a teaching professional. We try to get in an author. We try to get in a shrink. And I use that in, in a very uh, loving manner with uh, Dr. Guatnoli. So uh, anyway, birdies and bogeys, I'm going to give you some uh, news that's going out on tour uh, some viewpoints, some gossip, whatever you want to uh, call it. You tell me uh, what you think about it, birdie or bogey or a par, or, and, and the reason why. John Daly says, Mark, that he regrets walking out uh, partway through the Australian Open last uh, week, but he had no choice uh, after he ran out of golf balls, uh, hitting seven balls into the water, uh, on number 11, and he did kind of like a happy Gilmore thing. And, of course, was very upset, signed his card, walked off, said, sayonara, I'll see you later. As a consequence, uh, I think the uh, uh, folks who run the golf scene in uh, the great country of Australia are not 
going to ever invite John Daly back. So uh, birdie or bogey in your opinion? Absolutely a bogey. And, and the idea that he has no, he didn't have a choice. He had a choice about hitting those shots and how he played those things out. Yeah. So, you know, this is a classic example of what you look at the, what the problem is out of golf balls and the problem isn't the problem. The problem happened well before he was out of golf balls. Yeah. So yeah. that's a bogey. Yeah, that is a bogey. And uh, it, it's a shame uh, because, you know, we've talked about uh, John Daly a lot on my shows. And here's a guy with a, just an abundance, yeah. an abundance of talent. And to see a guy just throw it away. Uh, and again, I guess you would have to uh, come in and agree maybe he has so many outside forces and dilemmas that are affecting him and his personal life. Can't play golf. Yeah, I don't agree with that, actually. You don't? Okay. No, and here's why I don't agree with I, it. There are not so many outside forces. There are so many inside forces that are affecting. He's allowing the outside forces to, to come in. But, you know, cancer doesn't strike from outside. Yeah. Cancer strikes from inside. And yeah. so the things that are eating him up are inside, not from outside. Okay. That's, that's interesting. But anyway, uh, John, I don't think you're going to be going back to Australia for a long, long time. All right, Tiger has uh, signed a second endorsement deal with a company called Fuse Science, which is a sports nutrition and uh, energy products company. Uh, Tiger said, quote, he wanted to be powered by Fuse. Uh, the only problem I have with this, Doc, is that uh, I, I understand the... Uh, having to give the press release and, you know, having to uh, yuck this thing up. But I'm sure that the uh, 3 to $4 million a year that they're paying him to, you know, for an endorsement maybe had nothing to do with this, but he just wanted to be powered by Fuse. That's the thing that bothers me. What do you think? Birdie or bogey? Well, I, I think this is a par. I mean, he, everything you said is correct. And, but what, what is he going to say? Yeah. You know, that's I mean, true. What do you say? It's yeah. that's part of his job. Yeah. Now, I, I do think it's interesting and not no disrespect to Fuse, but you go from Gatorade. Everybody in the world knows or well, majority of people certainly in the Western world knows. And you you drop to Fuse who they may have a great product, but they're starting out at a different level. Yeah. I think that's quite a statement. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's an interesting way to uh, to look at it. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they're they're uh, headquartered in Florida somewhere, and I believe they've signed a couple of other professional athletes. I think a baseball player, or a basketball player, but uh, I, I've uh, used the product, so I'm not. Oh, knocking, so you're yeah, familiar with yeah. it? Okay. So I'm not knocking them at all. All right. But again, it's you know, it's a it's a different type of market right now for them than it is for other people. All right, so let me ask you this then. So if you don't do well, if he doesn't do well in a golf tournament, can you call that a blown fuse? <laughs> you know, oh, finally. I was, I was so you close to actually paying attention to Oh, you. my God. Wow. All right, let's, let's move wow. it. All right. <laughs> this one, uh, but see, I get no respect here. I get absolutely no respect. All right, 20-year-old Japanese standout, uh, Ro Ishikawa, great, great young player, uh, is going to the President's Cup. He's playing in the President's Cup. He's going stag. He's going alone because the press just released that he got his girlfriend pregnant and says it would be too overwhelming uh, for her to travel. Her identity 
uh, has not been made, has not been released to the public. Uh, it's been uh, referred uh, by her. She came out really in a statement uh, that uh, he, she talked about Roe and said that uh, he's got plenty of length both on and off the tee. That, that I, get, I get nothing from that. I get nothing from that. All right, birdie or bogey? The joke was a bogey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? The rest of it's none of my business. That's his personal All right. business. Okay. All right, I like that. But, uh, yeah, it is, no, it is nobody's business. It is nobody's business. So uh, it's I mean, going to be interesting we, to see if what If we happens. reported on every 20-year-old. Yeah, that's true. That had some, you know, misstep along the way. That is true. That is true. All right. Uh, Greg Norman said that he is prepared preparing his team to, quote, cut uh, out the American rival's heart and present it uh, to Captain Couples on the 18th hole. And as again, this is a prelude to the President's Cup that actually has started live in Australia. But that's a, that's a pretty interesting statement. And I, I don't know, birdie or bogey, you think he might have been uh, a little bit too graphic, too harsh? No, because I, you know, I think here, here's why I see this as a birdie. Something has to create excitement, a, and there's yep. not a lot of it right now. I mean, you know, you may get to this, but we're talking about caddies. You know, That's in, true. In this. And, and again, no disrespect to caddies. I've been one before, but you know, where's the excitement? Where's the where's the organic excitement about yeah. this? So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, get it going. I agree with that, and yeah, you want to have this this trash talk. Yeah, that's what big events like this are all about, and that's and I keep saying, and I uh, I think you would agree that's the only reason that uh, uh, Captain Freddie Couples invited Tiger in the first place was to get the buzz going, was to sell the ticket and the TV ratings, and I and I don't agree with that. And all of that stuff, you don't agree no. with that. I mean, I, I, and I may be completely wrong, but I. I I think that there are, there are several layers, and that may be uh, contr uh, you know contributing to it, but I don't think that's a major driver. I mean, look, the guy for many years and and skill wise is still probably the best in the world. There's no doubt, but you look at his record both in the Presidents Cup and Ryder Ryder Cup, and it's not all that good. Doc. I'm not I'm not saying he should have been there. Yeah. Uh, personally, I wouldn't have picked him yeah. for it, right. and I, and for a couple of reasons, it sends a message, but. But I don't think it's just to sell tickets. Because yeah. if it was, then then couples would have been the guy that was banging the drums. The yeah, Tiger well, that's drums, true. Right? That's true. That's true. All right. Tell you what, uh, we're going to get on to our uh, next episode. Uh, that's a segment where Dr. Guatanoli is going to help you. He's going to help me with the mental part of the game. So if you want to get some help, send in an email. Go online to that live chat button. Let us hear from you. And we call this Handicap Helper. All right, we are back, everybody. Get your pencil and paper ready because uh, take some good copious notes on some of the answers that uh, the doctor is going to give us. Uh, Darlene says she's immediately intimidated, Doc, when she gets paired with men. Any thoughts and advice? Uh, does Darlene have a picture that she could send in to us? Because that would. Do you hear that, Darlene? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I, th I think the problem's more global than than this specific situation. We we are intimidated when we get paired with somebody. Right. 
a lot of times. You know, it was our first time playing together the other day, yeah. and certainly you're an intimidating figure. So uh, <laughs> that would have overwhelmed me. I think if you've got a really good, a very good pre-shot routine, not physically but mentally, a very good pre-shot routine, then it's you're going to be in down. great shape. So, so Darlene, one of the things I would suggest is if you do have a great uh, pre-shot routine, use it. Practice it off the course, not just on the course. But if you don't, that's really, it's worth going to somebody, just, even if it's a friend, and going through yeah. the routine. It's going to really help out a Good lot. Good advice. Uh, Jimmy is fairly new to the game, Doc, and says he's heard of people having first tee jitters, but uh, he has them for the entire round. Help. Right with you, Jimmy. Right with you. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, uh, th there, t there are two things that I can think of, Jimmy. One of them, obviously, is to start drinking before you get to the first <laughs> round. Um, a lot of people use that particular method. But, you know, I think the thing about it is, and I, and I talk to the, the guys that I work with a lot, we're so committed to the process. So the, the jitters are about the future, you know, or about the past. They're not about the present. And the more you move yourself off of the present, the less you're going to like the outcome. And so if you can really commit to the present, and I, I'll give you a, a really simple tip for this. This will sound silly, but try it on the range sometime. Put the ball so that you can read practice or Titleist or whatever it is, and actually read it out loud as you're hitting. Now, on the course, you won't read it out loud, but you'll see how that really frees your mind from thinking about the outcome of where the ball's going. Oh, that's a great little tip. Yeah. Never, very good. Uh, I believe we have somebody who has entered into our live chat room, Scott. Yes, Christy wants to know, okay, he said, she says, okay, how can I fix my short game, Mark? I am needing help with my handicap, and it's all because of my short game. Okay, so, uh, you know, uh, Christy, there's, there's a lot of aspects to the short game. You know, there's obviously putting, chipping. Um, you know, is it, uh, you know, that, that you hit the ball too far, too short? You know, a lot of variability about it. But here's the biggest thing. My guess is that it's not about the short game when you play. It's about the way you practice your short game. And so, you know, a lot of people don't really practice with consequence during short game practice in particular, you get a, a bucket of balls and you just start hitting chips or you just start hitting putts. And if you miss the putt, you just drag it right back. So I don't know if we're going to have an opportunity, but uh, you know, if you're interested or any of the guests are interested, I'll offer a free book to you uh, that talks about efficient practice, mindset, uh, everything else, and you can just go to a website and download that book. Okay. For free, if you do happen to buy it, which you can do on Amazon, all that money goes to charity as well. So um, it's just to get the information out. Name of the book. Name of the book is called Practice to Learn, Play to Win. And you can just go to, to uh, playtowin.com, and it's right there. You can download it. You can go on Amazon, Practice great. to Learn, Play to Win. That is great. Another Exclusive offer only on golf and other four-letter words. Just for Next you, Next week we're giving away a Cadillac. So uh, <laughs> anyway, this is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, Marvin wants to know if there are certain things a person can do to capture, quote, the zone uh, more quickly than other things. Everybody talks about this mysterious zone that uh, sometimes they think they get in or they want to get in. Uh, can they do anything? So... So Marvin, one of the interesting things about the zone is as soon as you realize you're in it, you're out of it. And so 
the, the, again, we go back to the process, and the process becomes really important. The more committed you are to the process, the more you'll actually uh, bump up against the zone and be in it sometimes without really thinking about being in it. The zone is, this is going to be a, actually a pretty bad analogy, but think of the zone as a woman that if you bull rush her, it's not going to work. You know, you work your way to that, and then all of a sudden, you know, maybe it'll work for you. But as soon as you start bragging about it, you're yeah. done. Yeah. So the, the zone is really something about the process. And pre-shot routines, being committed to constant improvement, optimizing yourself. I talk to the guys all the time. Don't worry about being the best. Worry about being your best. And when you can do that, that's all you can control. Excellent. Excellent. Somebody is uh, on our live chat, Scott. Yeah, uphill still. Ask Mark if the short game issue could be a closing issue. And by the way, he likes your book. Thank you very much, uphill <laughs> still. Um, I love that name. I, I, I think, if, if I'm understanding correcting, a closing issue is one where you're, uh, you know, you're finishing off the round, you're finishing off the hole, those kinds of things. Absolutely, because you know, as you get closer and closer to the finish, this is especially true if you're doing well, then people start getting afraid of, of success. And, it's, and if you are used to the other shoe dropping, you start yeah. looking for the other shoe dropping. And, and, and you know, you see what you look for, right? That's right. I've, That's exactly I've known people right. that have been able to talk themselves into uh, bad rounds yeah. before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the had shoe a short game. I had a put on a short game I, I get, the other day. I will tell you that the short game saved you. You were phenomenal. With the putter. Thank you very so, much. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, we've got some golf this week, and it's just all about the President's Cup, which is going on in uh, uh, Victoria, Australia. Captain Greg Norman and uh, against uh, Captain Freddie Couples. It's actually started. One of the neat things about it, it comes on live, so it starts about 5 o'clock here in our time zone. Uh, they're going to just broadcast it ad nauseum, so you're going to be seeing a lot of the uh, Ryder Cup so if you get a chance to uh, tune in, they've got one Euro uh, European event, which is a good one, uh, the Alfred Dunhill Championship in uh, Leopard Creek in uh, South Africa. Also, also we'll talk about it next week, the second stage of Q School mm -hmm. uh, starts for these guys. We've got three or four locals uh, that are in second stage, of course, hoping to make it to uh, third stage, get their uh, PGA Tour card for next year, and that starts at the end of this month. So we'll have an update for you uh, uh, on that on next week's show. Doc, somebody wants to get a hold of you again about the book or some other stuff. How do, what's the best way to do that? Uh, you know what? I'll give you uh, my personal email, actually, for you, Dennis. Okay. And um, I don't know. I think we've got the name right up there. So it's uh, mark.guadagnoli, the number one at gmail.com. Okay, and I'll, you know so. what we'll do? I'll put it on my website, and we could probably get it on uh, on the website here on the show. Absolutely, uh, and the Practice yourself. to Win uh, website, you can get to get there, and, yeah. and then also triadconsultinginc.com. Right. That Triad Consulting Inc. gets uh, directly to me as well, so that's actually a great All right, great yeah. job, man. My pleasure. Well, yeah, we're going to have him back, because like I said, I love talking about this stuff, and there we had a lot more questions for the doctor, but we're going to obviously uh, have to have them back. So we're going to do that in the very near future. That's going to do it for this edition of Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. I'm your host, Dennis Silvers. 
And uh, on behalf of Dr. Mark Watnoli, we appreciate you hanging in there. Fairways and Greens, everybody. Right back here next week with another great show. Same place, same time. Until then, hope you get a chance to play some golf this weekend. We'll see you all later. So long, everybody. <laughs>